Hey everyone, it's Simon here. This week we have a special treat. Pastor David Rutniak is bringing the word for us. Uh, Maria and I have known David and his wife Joelle for decades. And this January, they're moving down to Canberra to take on a church to pastor a church in Canberra. It's going to be fantastic. And I thought before he moved away, we'd get him over to share the word for us. It won't be the last time, but let's enjoy this together. Good morning, church. It is great to be here today at Everyone Church. I just want to say thank you to Simon and Maria for having myself. And, you know, I represent Joe and my family, and we are so excited to be here at Everyone Church and, you know, seeing what God is already doing in your church and and having the privilege and honor to be able to come and speak this morning is just, yeah, just so awesome. And as Simon mentioned, we have been friends forever we were on each other's bridal party. You know, he has seen me through the ups and the downs and through many different seasons. And I have seen him as well through different seasons. And it just makes our friendship so much more special. But to be here this morning uh, at Everyone Church, wow, what an honor. And I'm excited to bring the word this morning. But what I want to do is I just want to pray first before we get right into it. Dear Lord, I thank you that you are here in our midst. And, you know, we want to First and foremost, welcome you, Holy Spirit. And, you know, we did that with our worship and with our praise, Lord. We've we've brought your name to be the number one name, the, the name above every other name, Lord, in our worship and in our praise, glorifying you, God, because we want your presence to be established in this place. And as we've done that, Lord, I pray that you would now, Holy Spirit, uh, prepare the hearts of those who are here this morning to be able to listen and to hear, to be receptive and to Holy Spirit be obedient to what it is that you are speaking to um, hearts and lives about for this morning. And I pray for that. And we thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. So, Simon, you know, when we were speaking about the word that I was going to bring this morning, you know, I kind of shared with him, a, a, you know, a thought that I had to, to bring. And Simon said, yeah, absolutely. That's that's a word that would really be, I think, uh, uh, you know, valuable for the first part of 2022. Um, I, I don't know if I said that right. 2022. Yeah. And so in saying that, let me introduce you the, to the topic that I want to speak about this morning. The topic is quite simply being all in, being 100% all in. Now, let me explain to you what I mean by that. I ask myself this question often. What kind of Christian do I want to be? What kind of Christian do I want to be? Now, I understand I can't earn my way to heaven. I get that. You know, it's by the miracle of salvation through Christ Jesus that I am saved. There's nothing more that I can I can do. He has he has saved me. He has chosen me to be, you know, one of his sons and I and I praise God for that. But in response to what Jesus has done for me, in response to that, I ask myself this question, what kind of Christian do I want to be? Let me give you a little bit of a, a illustrative example of what an all-in Christian looks like or all in character looks like so you know um i i don't know about yourself but i'm a a passionate penrith panther fan i absolutely love the panthers and you know it happens to be that we just won the title which is just awesome but let me share this story of being all in 
So I know the grand final, you know, that happened, it was such a, a an amazing occasion that I had prepared for. And I remember, you know, sitting there on grand final day, I was all in, 100% all in. You know, I, I like to have a nice feed and uh, some fellowship with my family and everything. That's something, one of my favorite things in life to do. But on this occasion, in the grand final, I wasn't eating. You know, the, the, my children, they all had to be quiet as we all focused in on every single play of every single tackle, every single pass, every kick. We were 100% on the edge of our seats, all in. And what an outcome, right? I'm sorry if you're not a Panther fan, but what an outcome. I'm talking about being all in, and I'm trying to give you a little bit of an illustration, a bit of an example of what all in looks like. I remember, you know, uh, another example of being all in, and parents, you might be able to relate to me. I remember my wife and I, when we had our firstborn son, Joseph, now, you know, I remember the day that he came and, and he was, you know, when, when Joe gave him birth and and we were 100% all in. There was not anything that could take our attention away from Joseph and, and watching his, you know, face, watching him sleep, watching him be awake, watching every single movement, every movement. We were 100% all in. It didn't matter what was going on around us at the time. We were 100% all in. This is what I'm trying to give you a bit of an illustration of what all in kind of looks like. I remember another story actually, and this is more of a kind of spiritual, you know, uh, example, if you will. I remember, you know, when I was a young guy, uh, you know, loving the Lord Jesus and, and really, you know, having a heart to serve God. I remember, and now this story that I share with you is not something that I suggest that you do. It's just something that I did, I did as a young guy to be able to demonstrate my all-in heart for God. But I remember I had a CD collection and I was into different kinds of music. You know, maybe you might be familiar with trance and dance and techno and stuff like that. I really enjoyed that, uh, that, that kind of music. But at one point, I remember just having a conviction in my heart that you know, this music wasn't necessarily worshiping God. And, and I had this kind of holy rage kind of thing. And I took all my CDs and I got rid of them. But the way I got rid of them was I, I snapped every single CD. I crushed every single case. I made sure that nobody could rescue the CDs out of the bin. Like they were completely annihilated. And it's a funny story. It's a funny story because it's a little bit over the top perhaps. But what I want to illustrate is out of that, what was happening as a young guy was my heart was 100% all in for God. Now, like I said, don't go home and break all your CDs and, and go crazy at home. I'm not saying that, but I'm talking about the, 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 the thing that I did for God at the time. Did it make me any more Christian? No. Did it earn me points with Jesus Christ? No. But it was all about my all-in approach, heart for God, that Lord, I am all-in. Nothing is as important as serving you. And I love actually um, in 1 Samuel 16, 7, or well, before I read it, I'll give you a bit of context. 
you know, the uh, Samuel, the prophet, was selecting a new king, you know, um, to, uh, you know, after Saul was going to be removed from being king, he was looking for a new king and he was looking um, at David and his brothers, well, not at David, but his brothers. And, you know, he was looking through each character and each, you know, person of David's brothers and nobody fit the the standard of what God was looking for. And I love what 1 Samuel 16, 7, it says this, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at his physical stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees, for man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord, he looks at the heart. This is a man that God chose, David, because his heart was all in. Past the outward appearance, God was looking at the heart. And I love Luke 10, 27. It says this, when Jesus was asked about the most important commandment, and now listen to this, he answered and said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. He's looking for an all-in approach. God is not looking for, you know, a quarter of us, half of us, most of us. No, no, no. He's looking for an all-in. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your strength, with all your mind, an all-in approach. I'm talking about this morning, what is my response to what Jesus has done for me? Because as I said, I know we can't earn our way into salvation. He has, it's the miracle of salvation, what he has done for us and in us. But I'm talking about my response. What is it? It's an all-in approach. And that's what he requires. Amen. But what if my all-in doesn't seem like that much compared to others? Now, I don't know if you're maybe like me or maybe not, but there's been times that I've, you know, compared myself to others and thought to myself, well, Lord, my all in can't compare to somebody else's all in. Somebody else's all in is far greater and they can, you know, achieve more and do more in the kingdom of God. And my all in, it just doesn't, you know, it doesn't uh, compare sometimes. Or sometimes maybe my all in can be impacted by seasons of life. And Lord, you know, at the moment, there's things going on in the background that you see that nobody else sees. But my, even in that moment, my all-in is impacted. Like, Lord, I'm, I want to give you all-in, but I, I just can't give you as much as so-and-so, so-on and so forth. But let me encourage you with this passage because I love, again, how this illustrates what God is looking for in an all-in approach. It says in Mark 12, 41, it says this, Now Jesus sat opposite the treasury and saw how the people put money into the treasury. And many who were rich put in much. Then one poor widow came and threw in two mites, which was a quadrants. So he called his disciples to himself and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you that this poor widow has put in more than all those who have given to the treasury. For they all put in out of their abundance, but she, out of her poverty, put in all that she had, her whole livelihood. I just love this passage 
because it really illustrates, you know, how again, on the outward appearance where man sees, you know, there's these guys putting in from their abundance, but there's this woman that gives, you know, puts in in a monetary figure, not so much, right, compared to these other guys. And yet Jesus was pleased with her approach because it was an all-in approach. She gave everything that she had. And so I'm talking about God looking at what really matters is where is our heart at? Where is our, you know, where is, what, what, what are we leaning in? Are we having an all-in approach? Not just about the, you know, actions and what we do and what people see, what people see but about what is our heart? Where is our heart? Is it an all-in approach? Is it God, you know, you have all of me. There's nothing that I'm holding back from you. And I know that definitely encourages me. But does all-in mean perfection? Does all-in mean perfection? Because if it does, I might just quit here and I might get Simon to come back in here and take over because, uh, you know, he's probably a lot more perfect than me. <laughs> I just know that, you know, if it meant perfection, if an all-in approach meant perfection, then I've got a lot of troubles here because I know that, uh, you know, I'm, 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 I'm flawed and, and, and there's times where I, I don't get it right. And, you know, my heart is all in for God, but I don't get it right all the time. But let me encourage you with this. David, you know, we were speaking about David earlier. Now he was known as a man after God's own heart. Wow. Imagine being known as a man after God's own heart. What a wonderful thing to be known um, for. David was a passionate worshiper and wrote so many psalms. I know my wife and I, we plagiarize David's great psalms and, you know, we write our songs. And we, we love, you know, uh, you know, putting songs out there, but they're, they're mostly coming from David and his, and his psalms that he wrote to God in worship. Um, you know, he was a man after God's own heart. David was the man that said, you know, I will offer to the Lord, sorry, I will not offer to the Lord, my God, burnt offerings that cost me nothing. He was an all-in kind of guy, 100% all-in. But if you remember the story of David and his life and, and his ups and downs, there was a moment there where he failed and he was unfaithful with Bathsheba. And it was a moment there where even the all-in character, you know, had flaws and made mistakes. But what I do love is I love David's repentance prayer. It's an all-in approach. It's nothing held back. You know, you can, you can hear it in Psalm 51. It says this, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. I just love these words because, you know, here's David, an all-in kind of guy, you know, you know, passionate for the Lord and yet has a, has a big blunder, stuffs up, but then he's all-in approach to say, God, Please, Lord, I don't want to be, you know, cast me not from your presence, Lord. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Lord, I, I, even in my repentance, I am all in. And let me encourage you with this passage, 2022. 
you know, I just want to encourage you in the in the highs and in the lows when you know perhaps things you know we 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 don't get it right and and we we go through them slumps and different things. Let me just encourage you, just like you know David did, come to God with that all in approach and say, God, you know, I want to serve you. You know, I want to live for you. Help me to get this stuff right. Help me to, Lord, um, with your grace and with your empowerment to get this stuff right. Because I know that God appreciates, like I said from the from the scripture earlier on, uh, uh, all in approach, all my heart, all my mind, all my soul, all my strength. Right, even in repentance, coming in with that all in approach. I know Peter was similar to David, an all in kind of character. Peter, you know, he sat at the table with Jesus and he said, you know, he, he on the night that Jesus was uh, going to be crucified or the night that he was given over to the to the soldiers, you know, Peter said, I would never betray you. He, he used these bold words. I would I would never when Jesus was speaking about his betrayal and Jesus obviously revealed to him that he would deny him three times before the cock crowed. And it was that, as Jesus said, that happened. He denied Jesus. But for me, what stands out again in this story is his all-in heart, all-in approach for repentance. The Bible says that after he betrayed Jesus, he went out and wept bitterly. Like this guy was, you know, all-in to live for the Lord, all-in when he stuffed up, all-in to come back to God. And and I just want to encourage you with that. Like I said, for 2022, let's have an all-in approach good and bad times, up or down, come to God with an all-in approach. Let me speak to you for a moment about what all-in doesn't look like, okay? Now, why do I want to speak about what all-in doesn't look like? Well, I think if we can understand the opposite to all-in, it can help further our passion to be all in. Yeah. So if we understand what the opposite looks like, we'll avoid the opposite of all in and we'll go, right, my heart at the moment is not all in. And that's not the place that I want to be. I want to be all in for, for Jesus Christ. And so let me give you actually a really good passage of scripture here that kind of highlights that so well. It says in Luke 18, now a certain ruler asked him saying, good teacher, what should I do to inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. You know the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not bear false witness, honor your father and your mother. And he said, all these things I have kept from my youth. So when Jesus heard these things, he said to him, you still lack one thing. So all that you have and distribute to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come follow me. And so I wonder what his response was to what Jesus' challenge was. Hey, you're still lacking one thing. Sell your possessions, distribute your goods, and come and follow me. What was his response? Was it an all-in approach? Was it an absolutely Jesus? I'm going to just, you know, uh, sell everything right now and follow you. Unfortunately, in this case, it wasn't. The Bible says in in verse 23, it says, but when he heard this, he became very sorrowful um, for he was very rich. 
So here's something that Jesus pinpointed in this guy's life that, that held him back from being all in. Now, you know, you know, the, 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 the message here right, right here is for you to identify in your heart between yourself and the Holy Spirit what it is that he would reveal to you that perhaps, you know, causes you not to be all in. Am I talking about, by the way, all in means, you know, I'm just, I attend church and I just, you know, get every, I'm a part of every single program and I just do everything and I'm nonstop and I'm frazzled and no, no, no. I'm not talking about, you know, necessarily the things that we do, the outward appearance where people can see our lives and we're, we're ticking all the boxes, all the religious boxes. And, you know, according to man's eyes, we're just, we're just nailing it. No, I'm not talking about that at all. I'm talking about what it is that the Holy Spirit will reveal to you that perhaps causes you not to have an all-in approach. In this, in this case, for this guy, it was, you know, his wealth. There was things that were holding him back from being an all-in uh, for Jesus, uh, you know, having that all-in pursuit for Jesus, and and so I encourage you, and I encourage myself, Lord, Lord, I I I open myself up, and I say, God, you know, whatever that may be. In one time in my life, that was music, and how important music was for me, and of course, that was an over-the-top example, but that was not going to hold me back, you know. And for you, it might be something different, but allow the Holy Spirit to to speak to you. And to um, you know, open yourself up to allow him to, you know, discipline you and to teach you and to to show you to guide you with what it is that he might want you to to lay down to be able to have that all-in approach. But finally, let me look at what God defines as all-in. I think that you know has to be probably well the most important. What does God define? as all in. Not that we've not established that somewhat already, but I just love that, you know, our God from the beginning, you know, he is known as a jealous God. In Exodus 20 verse 3, it says, you shall have no other gods before me. So right from the beginning in the Old Testament, he, he you know, he establishes his commandments. And from the, from the onset, from the word say go, you shall have no other God but me. Our God, He is a, a jealous God. He, he requires all of us. And in Revelation 3.16, it says this, and, and this says it so well. It says, So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. And that's quite a confronting scripture. And it's not to change the tone of this message, hopefully, but really it, it illustrates again that God requires of us everything, not, you know, uh, just our, our kind of casual effort, our, you know, our change, so to speak, but he wants, he wants all of us. He wants everything. And so I hope that this can encourage you. But what I want to finish with is, you know, the ultimate example of all in the ultimate example, because I think, you know, for us to be able to have an all-in approach, I think it's important to learn, you know, from whom um, that we can, re you know, we can we can take the example of who who is that one that we can, you know, learn from and and see how he 
demonstrated an all-in approach and, and go, okay, so that's kind of like what an all-in approach looks like. So I can clearly follow the, 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 the path of that one who showed us what all-in looks like. And I love, you know, Isaiah 9.6. Now, this passage is often used for Christmas, and that's great. But I just, I love, you know, the, the, the words in this passage because we're speaking about all in. Let's, let's hear about the one who led by example. And it says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God. Think about that for a second. I'll stop right there for a second. I'll continue in a moment. But Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God. Not any son that is born into the, into the earth is called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God. And it goes on to say, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Speaking of an all-in approach. God gave his best. God didn't hold anything back. His son was called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. He gave his absolute best. It was an all-in approach that God gave by sending his son Jesus into this world. What an amazing, an amazing passage of scripture. And it highlights for us what all in looks like. His best, nothing held back. I'll finish with this scripture. It says in Romans 5.8, it says this, But God demonstrates his love toward us. And this blows me away in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So he died for me and he died for you. Right, he gave this unconditional love towards us, even while I was rejecting God, while I was ignorant towards his statutes and his commands. I was like, nah, I'm on my own path. I don't have to acknowledge you, God, because this is my life and you know my way. Even in that moment when my heart was turned away from God, he still had that all-in approach. It wasn't like he was receiving love from me and then he gave the all-in approach. No, no, no. He gave the all-in approach to me while I was a sinner, away from him, ignoring him. And I'm blown away by that because from the example of Jesus Christ, you know, it kind of gives me no excuse and gives us no excuse to go, you know what, God, if you gave everything through your son, Jesus Christ, I can give my all. I can, in 2022, lean in and give my all. As I said before, it's not necessarily about the outward things that we do, that man sees and is ticking boxes and saying, whoa, well done, well done, Dave, you're just doing everything right. No, no, no. The challenge here is, where's my heart at? Is my heart leaning in? Is my heart all in? Is there anything that stands in the way of having that all in approach. And if there is, the challenge is to say, God, I lay that down, uh, you know, to, to follow you, to live 
for you to put my all in, Lord. I lay everything down to follow you. So I hope that can encourage you this morning, everyone, church. I just want to say thank you again, you know, for the opportunity to speak to you. And, uh, you know, God bless you for this year. Let, let the Lord be with you and lead you and guide you. And I know he will. Praise God. God bless. Well, how good was that? We just want to thank Dave for coming and sharing with us today and challenging us all in. Are you all in? I want to be all in. And you can only share that if you're an all in kind of guy. And Dave is. He's absolutely loves the Lord. And him and his wife, Joelle, are just legends and their five kids. But uh, hey, I hope you have an amazing week. Remember, if you want to know more about following Jesus or if you need prayer or if you just want to get in contact with us, head to our website. Let us know. Next week is our first park lunch of the year. We're looking forward to that. And uh, we also have church next week as well. But hey, let's stay in touch. Come on, let's lean into those faith friendships with one another and let's have an amazing week. Thank you.